Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, it's Tuesday the 27th. It's almost leap day. Almost leap day. All right. We'll get this show on the road. Boom. It's time to lift our hearts to Jesus. It's time to break some holy bread. Grab your coffee and your Bible. Let's play a little. weekend. feel like I preached really hard this weekend. <laughs> About fleshly lust that war against the soul. Woo. 
My goodness. Thank you, Lord, for your goodness and kindness and mercy. Um, so it's Tuesday, right? It's Tuesday. And we are here, the days of Noah, part five. And uh, so I was thinking here on this Tuesday morning, we would do a little recapping. So you Patreon guys out there, the final two songs from that old... Uh, Plain and Simple CD came out yesterday. I saw the light and softly and tenderly Jesus is calling. And I, I hope you like those. Uh, after the storm, we'll start uploading next Monday. And so praise the Lord for that. So we've been studying here, and I thought on this Tuesday it'd be good to kind of recap. We covered a lot of a lot of things. Uh, a lot of scriptures. We've been all over the Bible. And last Friday was really, really packed. And sometimes when things are so packed, it's kind of hard to remember everything we've talked about. So let's just say before I jump in here and start throwing scripture up. Oh, and I wanted to say to you, just in case he gets on here, I don't know if he's on here yet, uh, but Brother Nadim from Pakistan. Now on here... If you see his name on here, it'll be Daim. Uh, and he lost his father, so his father passed away. And he sent me word this morning that his father had passed away. So please keep him and Sister Nadim in your prayer. It's hard to lose your parent, I know. Uh, but as I shared with him, to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. That's what it's all about. That's what following Christ is all about. It's not about staying here forever. It's about going and being with Him forever and ever. And uh, we just praise the Lord that He has made a way. Jesus said, Yeshua said, He that lives and believes in Me shall never die. And then Jesus said, Do you believe this? Everybody say, yeah, yeah, I believe it. Do you believe this? Then you don't have to fear death. Death is not something to fear. All it does, all it does is called sleeping in Christ. And all we do is go to our eternal home. We go to be with the Lord. We go to be with the Lord. Lisa and I went to a funeral yesterday in Jolton, Tennessee. Her father, who was... A shot and killed when she was this little girl, five years old. Her, his best friend, passed away, and he was a deacon of the First Baptist Church down there. Uh, it's just you know, it is appointed unto man once to die, and after this the judgment. And so, thank God that we can approach death with confidence, peace, and joy. Can I get an amen on that? All right, so as a way of recapping, let me get my little notebook right over here. And what, baby? Well, my handy-dandy notebook. So we started talking about the days of Noah. Why? Because one of the things we discussed, we, we started out in Luke 17, and it's in other Gospels as well, but we just started in Luke 17 where the Lord was saying He's basically making the declaration, my return is going to be unmistakable. 
no, you're not going to miss it. As the, as the lightning shines from the east to the west, that's how my return is going to be. Okay. And you don't know the day, you don't know the hour, but you can know the seasons. And he said, as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it's going to be. And so that began us a, a study. He also said, as the days of Lot. But that began a study with us. So we started looking at the days of Noah. What was it like? And, and tried to give a snapshot of what it was like in the days before the flood of Noah's day. We talked about the fall in, in the garden. We talked about how wicked it was in the days of Noah and how you know life was cut short and cut back. So we talked about these times because Jesus refers to them. That's what to look for to know that you're living in that in the time of his return. Now, we have just focused on the days of Noah, and we will start focusing a little more on the days of Lot. But here's some things that we learned. So we went back to Genesis chapter 6, and we noticed that the days of Noah was extremely wicked. Very, It was so wicked and so vile. Matter of fact, it seems as if when Moses is writing this, he's telling us, that it was not just normally wicked, it was supernaturally wicked. And then we're told about these sons of God. These sons of God that looked upon daughters of men and they believed that the, they, they saw the daughters of men that they were beautiful. And so they decided, these sons of God decided to go in and lay with daughters of men. They took wives of the daughters of men. And then we also notice that when that took place, the scriptures said, now everything I'm going to talk about today is what we learned from scripture, plus nothing, minus nothing. When sons of God laid with daughters of men, what am I hearing? When sons of God laid with daughters of men, the Bible said these giants were born to them. These giants, huge beings, not just in the days of Noah, though, we learned. Also, after the days of Noah, the scripture said, that's what the Bible said, in the days of Noah. And then also after that, these beings, these Nephilim, these Anakim, were born and they were giants. They, they were giants. So we learned that. And then the question mark, so then who are these sons of God? And we looked then, last week, we looked at the book of Job. And we saw in the book of Job, we learned that sons of God were heavenly beings, not earthly beings. We looked at passages where it said, there came a day when the sons of God came and they presented themselves before Yahweh. Satan came also among them. Why? So Satan was among these beings that were not earthly beings because God asked them the question. He asked Satan the question, where did you come from? He said, I've been on earth, walking uh, to and fro in the earth. And so the setting for the discussion was not on earth. So the sons of God we saw were 
in the creation, before the creation. And there were also, in Job chapter 1, we saw that they presented themselves before God in this heavenly council, if you will. Now, I want to share something with you. If, you, if this interests you, this heavenly council thought, a lot, a lot of men, scholars, people a lot smarter than me have done much, much research. If this is something that is interesting to you and you would like to learn more, just go to YouTube and punch in Unseen Realm. Look for the name Dr. Michael Heiser. Okay? He does tons of seminars on this. Excuse me. He does tons of seminars on this. Now, he is with the Lord now. He left by way of cancer. Uh, but before he left, his, his, his goal, his goal of the final days of his life was to do everything he could in his own words, because I listened to many podcasts from him. His, his mission was, before God took him home, was to try to let the basic church family know, what we call the layman know, what is discussed in colleges among scholars that they think shouldn't be talked about to regular church people. And so he kind of made that a mission. The discussions that scholars talk about, that they deem sometimes we don't need to talk about this in regular church. <laughs> he made it his mission to bring this out. So there is a video called uh, Unseen Realm. It's, it's an hour and 11 minutes long. I think you will enjoy it. Just see if you will. Just see if you will. And that'll start, you'll start learning more there. At least it will be interesting if this interests you. But regardless, what we learn from Scripture and from the book of Job, that the sons of God could not be human beings there. We also discussed last week that, yes, we are now the sons of God. We are sons and daughters of God, yes, but that is a New Testament you new covenant designation in the old testament never were men called sons of god they were called sons of men or prophet of god but never sons of god son son of man is a designation for a prophet son of man was even the designation for the coming messiah but now in the new covenant we now are called sons and daughters of god and that is a privilege to get that designation. But we won't be fully into that spot until we shed these bodies and get our new bodies. Can I get an amen to that? Now, then we looked at the book of Jude as well. Now, this is just a recap. We looked at the book of Jude, and we learned from Jude that there were angels who left their proper domain. Okay? And like the book of Jude said, and like Sodom and Gomorrah, and like the days of Sodom and Gomorrah, they entered into sexual immorality, went after strange flesh, and had an unnatural vice. We, we noticed that Jude talks about these angels, and now I'm wanting to get this into your mind. These angels that sin in the book of Jude, the Bible says that they left their proper domain, whoever they are. But it also said they have already been reserved in chains of darkness to the last day. 
Now, I'm just saying that to get into your mind, these sinning angels are locked up. They're not still roaming. Okay? These angels that sin, Jude said, they've been locked in chains of darkness to be reserved until the last day. There's a day coming, the last day coming, what we call the day of judgment, to where they'll have to stand for eternal judgment. That day is coming, but that day is not here, and they are locked up. Now, this begins, I'm sure many of you are already thinking of scriptures um, that go along with that. Then we went to 2 Peter. In 2 Peter chapter 2, we saw something that confirmed here. He also talked about angels that sin. Now, what we have discussed so far is directly straight out of your Bible. We have not added to it. We've not taken away. 2 Peter chapter 2, verse 4, he says, God did not spare the angels that sinned, but he cast them down to hell and delivered them into chains of darkness as well to be reserved unto judgment. And he did not spare the ancient world, but saved Noah. So for me, for Brother Scott, and I'm not adding to, but for Brother Scott, this is a confirming passage when, it re when we read about angels who sinned and God destroyed the world, but saved Noah. This tells me, this is how it equals to me, the sons of God in Genesis chapter 6 are talking about sinning angels that laid with men, daughters of men, and children were born to them. Giants were born to them. And these angels that sinned, again, this is very important, again, these angels that sinned have already been locked up in hell. The word hell in your Bible there, uh, the Greek word is tartaro. It means the bottomless pit. The bottomless pit of Hades is what it literally means. They've been put there already. Why is that important? In the book of Revelation, in the book of Revelation, at the end time, there's an angel that comes down and unlocks the bottomless pit and things come out. There's also a time in the book of Revelation when angels that are locked up in the river Euphrates are set loose. These are end time things as it was in the days of Noah, as it was in the days of Sodom and Gomorrah. This is in your Bible. It's marvelous stuff. But why that I am pointing to, because we're going to get into, we're, hopefully, we're going to get into demonology and unclean spirits and evil spirits and things like that. And when you look up, a lot of times you just look up, okay, what's a demon? They say, well, it's a fallen angel, okay? And, you know, I'm no scholar, but these fallen angels are already locked up. So when Jesus encounters unclean spirits, say, like in, let's say, in the book of Matthew, like chapter 8, when the, unclean, when the demon goes, I know who you are, why are you here? Have you come to torment us before the time? What? Why do these spirits, these unclean spirits, these evil spirits, 
the book of Matthew says, manifest and said, Jesus, we know who you are. What are you doing here? Are you here? It's not time yet. It's not the last day yet. Are you here to torment us before the time? These evil spirits are on, in people roaming the earth. They're not in the abyss. So they're not the angels that sinned. The angels that sin are locked up until the end time. I hope that's beginning to make a little sense. Now we also, by way of recapping last week, all of last week, so those angels are in hell, but there's other, there is fallen angels. Satan is not locked up yet. Amen? Satan's not locked up yet. Matter of fact, in chapter nine, chapter 20 of the book of Revelation, you see when Satan gets locked up. He gets put into the abyss too. He, he gets put there. But he's not there yet. Okay? And that is evident in Scripture. Peter says, for your, you know, Satan, you know, like a roaring lion, walks to and fro seeking whom he may devour. He's not locked up. They don't understand theologies that said, oh, Satan's bound up in the bottomless pit right now. No, he's not. That is very evident throughout through Scripture, New Testament Scripture. The apostles did not see him as being locked up yet. There are angels that's locked up. He's not one of them. And then, so we talk about these demons, and we looked at angels that sin, they're locked up. This is recapping, and then we'll move forward tomorrow. Now, 1 Corinthians 11, we also looked at, and this was very important in 1 Corinthians chapter 11, we saw a passage there where the Apostle Paul talks about women, and I uh, we went there Friday, but he says, this is why women wear a sign of authority over their head, because of the angels. What in the world is he talking about? Well, what he means is, he says there, and this would be in 1 Corinthians 11, 9 and 10, if you want to look it up, he says, for the woman was created for the man. Here is the understanding. Here's the thought. Woman was not created for the angels. They were not created for angelic beings. They were created. Woman was created for man, and this is why a woman should have a sign of authority upon her. In every culture, there's always been a sign of authority. Today, we call it the wedding ring, right? You go around and you look, and what's the wedding ring say? Taken. Do not disturb. Not available. Okay. Forbidden. This is forbidden. It's what the wedding ring, wedding ring on my finger says to all the women, I'm taken. Wedding ring on a woman's hand says, she's taken. No touchy. No touchy. Under authority. Under authority. Right? Covenant. I'm in a covenant. Right? So you understand, signs of authority have always been in cultures. And your Bible says in verse 10, this is why there's a sign of authority in their culture, was the head covering, of course. And this sign of authority was because of the angels. And there's no other way to make sense of that. And then we also, at the end of last week, we also, and I want to bring this out again, we saw that angels walk among us. Yes, the Bible says angels still walk among us. Hebrews chapter 13, 1 and 2 says that angels, that's why he says, be sure to entertain strangers, okay? 
for some have entertained angels thereby. Some of you even commented, think I did that once. Think I entertained an angel once. Well, I can tell you this. I'll tell you a story. There's more than one in my life. A man shows up pastoring the church in Carthage. Uh, somebody calls me and they brought him to the church there and we went and uh, talked to him and such a peaceful, peaceful man. Talked to him for a while. What are you doing? He said, I'm just walking. What do you mean walking? I'm just walking. That's it. Where do you sleep? I just sleep on the side of the road. Can we give you, can we get you a room? No. Can we give you some food? No. And he just talked about the peace of God. He talked about the love of God. And it was just an amazing thing. Never, I have never seen this guy again. He would not let us give him anything. And he just said, I'm roaming the earth and walking with God. It's a pretty amazing thing. Uh, the guy that was with took it, took him to a spot. He told him to take him to and dropped him off. And we went back and looked for him later. Never found him. It's kind of interesting. Hebrews chapter 13, verse 2. Some entertain angels unaware. Angels walk among us. Now that's a recap of last week. And I'm wondering if you guys have any questions. Let's answer a question or two. huh? You got one. And Kathy says, if Satan was a part of the sons of God, why was he not locked up with the rest? Did I miss something? Satan is part with the sons of God. The day came when the sons of God came to present themselves before God. And Satan came also amongst them. Satan is part of that, yes. Uh, the point of Job was only to show that sons of God was a title for heavenly beings. In the book of Job, we're not talking about the angels in Genesis chapter 6. In the book of Job... We went to the book of Job just to see what I wanted to show you is that in the Old Testament, the title, Sons of God, is given to angelic beings. That was the reason. So the sons of God in the book of Job are not the angels in Genesis chapter 6. Genesis chapter 6 are sons of God that did something specific, that, that went in under the daughters of men, and, and then Peter says they've been locked up and put in the abyss. So they were particular sons of God. Particular sons particular of God. particular thing that brought them Absolutely. swift uh, judgment, whereas Satan has been allowed to remain yeah. free, uh, but his ultimate judgment is still ahead. Amen, amen. Now listen, this is, this is very important. In the book of Revelation... You see this war in heaven and Michael and his angels battle against Satan and his angels. And then they're cast down to the earth. But the time stamp in the book of Revelation is the woman brings forth the man-child. And the man-child is caught up unto his throne. That is the time stamp of the book of Revelation. The book of Revelation is not talking about the book of Genesis. And that is a very, very important note. People, people miss this because they don't look at the timing uh, in, in these passages and what's said there. Good question, Sister Kathy. Good question. All right. Praise the Lord. There is Daim, he just said.
Guys, let's pray. Would you join with me and, and just pray for Daim? And this is an important thing to know. We know by Scripture Satan will be thrown in the abyss. And, and we know that. that. That's something that we know. Uh, but the very fact that there are angels already locked up, this is, this is definitely spelled out in Scripture. Like I said, in the book of Revelation, there's four angels bound in the river Euphrates that at a certain time, they're, they're held for a time, and then they're set loose upon the earth. When they're set loose upon the earth, a war ensues that kills a third of mankind. These are bad angels. These are very bad angels. And so some are locked up, some are not yet locked up. That's a reality of Scripture. Very interesting study. Let's pray for our dying. Father, we lift up our brother, Nadim, to you with the loss of his father. And Lord, we ask you by the, the power of the Holy Ghost that you will send comfort upon Nadim, that you'll bless him, help him, and send comfort upon him in the precious name of Jesus, our Lord. Yes. Thank you for your grace and your mercy upon him. Bless him and bless his family in Jesus' name. Yes, Amen. Amen. Okay, today we're going to go forward and we're going to look at the days of Lot and begin looking there. If you have questions, form your questions and make sure you get them in because I really am happy. I love talking about this and if I can answer it, I will. And also remember that if you know someone else that might be interested in studying, yeah, tell them about it. Share. This. This is, a, you know, I usually on daybreak, I just go verse by verse and we will get back to that. Uh, but these are some interesting things to talk about. And a lot of people have questions about them. So let's say the Lord's Prayer together. Let's go. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from his... For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Amen, amen. All right, guys. Amen, amen. All right, talk to you tomorrow. Bye.